Hello and welcome to the First Lutheran Church Sermon Podcast. We're glad you joined us this week. First Lutheran Church lives by the mission statement, called by the Spirit, we serve Christ, sharing God's love with all. And we are glad to share this good news with you this week. We're able for our gospel acclamation. According to St. Luke, the 16th chapter. Then Jesus said to his disciples, There was a rich man who had a manager, and charges were brought to him that this man was squandering the, his property. So he summoned him and said to him, What is this I hear about you? Give me an accounting of your management, because you cannot be my manager any longer. And the manager said to himself, what will I do? Now that my master is taking my position away from me, I am not strong enough to dig and I am ashamed to beg. I have decided what to do so that when I am dismissed as manager, people may welcome me into their homes. So summoning his master's debtors one by one, he asked the first, how much do you owe my master? He answered, a hundred jugs of olive oil. He said to him, take your bill, sit down quickly and make it 50. Then he asked another, and how much do you owe? He replied, a hundred containers of wheat. He said to him, take your bill and make it 80. And his master commended the dishonest manager because he had acted shrewdly For the children of this age are more shrewd in dealing with their own generation than are the children of light. And I tell you, make friends for yourselves by means of dishonest wealth, so that when it is gone, they may welcome you into their eternal homes. Whoever is faithful is faith in very little is faithful also in much, and whoever is dishonest in very little is dishonest also in much. If then you have not been faithful with the dishonest wealth, who will entrust to you the true riches? And if you have not been faithful with what belongs to another, who will give you what is your own? No slave can serve two masters, for a slave will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. This is the gospel of the Lord. Grace and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, 
I met a person who I will call Tom. Tom is not this person's real name, but to protect the guilty and the innocent. Let's just call him Tom. Tom was what you would call a conniver. You know what a conniver is? Okay. He always had the latest and greatest plan that would make him rich. And in all of the time that I knew him, not a single plan ever worked. For example, he and his parents decided it would be good for him to go to college. Further your education, which is all well and good. Until one day, he got in a hissy fit, told off one of his professors, left class, and vowed never to come back again. In his father's own words, well, there's a couple of semesters of wasted tuition. Tom would devise these get-rich-quick business schemes. His father would give him the money to buy real estate, to pay a franchise fee, to pay whatever costs were associated with whatever happened to be the business du jour. And in a matter of three, four, five, maybe six months, Tom would grow tired of whatever it is he was doing and dad was on the hook, paying for the loans. In my humble opinion, Tom was not a good businessman. He was not a good manager, but he was shrewd. He was very shrewd when it came time to convince dad that it was dad's responsibility to put up the front money for loans and to pay off these loans when Tom's business failed. In today's gospel lesson, the man in the parable is a lot like Tom. He is not a good manager. He was cooking the books. He was shortchanging the man who employed him. He, in a sense, was a conniver, someone who dealt shrewdly with others. And one of the reasons that this story is difficult for me, and perhaps for you to understand, is that in the end, he's praised for his shrewdness. He's praised for his resourcefulness. He is not being praised because he was dishonest. There is a difference. He's being praised because he was shrewd, not for his dishonesty. A good steward a good manager is resourceful. A good steward, a good manager is not dishonest. Do you see the difference? 
I need to see heads nodding. Okay. As Jesus tells his followers, whoever is faithful in very little is faithful also in much, and whoever is dishonest in very little is dishonest also in much. The way you and I manage our affairs, the way in which you and I manage our lives, is a matter of faithfulness. It is a matter of honesty or dishonesty. It is a matter of our stewardship. Don't get worried. This isn't a stewardship sermon that comes next month. But the bottom line is, we are either faithful or unfaithful stewards. We take care of our pets or we don't take care of our pets. We take care of our kids or we don't take care of our kids. We are honest or dishonest stewards and that applies to every single aspect of our lives. So, let me ask the question. What kind of stewards are we? What kind of stewards are we in terms of our own personal finances? Are we faithful or unfaithful? What kind of stewards are we in terms of our own personal health? Are we faithful or unfaithful? What kind of stewards are we in terms of relationships with other people? Are we faithful or unfaithful? What kind of stewards are we in terms of our worth, work ethic? Are we faithful or are we unfaithful? You see, it says, whoever is faithful in a very little is faithful also in much. At least that's how I understand what Jesus is saying. Good news, folks. There is another aspect to our stewardship that is also pointed out in my story earlier about Tom. And that is the generosity of Tom's father. Tom was not faithful. Tom was not honest. Tom was not a good manager. And yet, in spite of his faults, in spite of his failings, in spite of his shortcomings, Tom's father was always there to bail him out. I confess to you in front of God and you as my witnesses, I couldn't understand why he would do that. I couldn't understand why time after time, after failed plan, after failed plan, Tom's father was always there to help him clean up the mess that Tom had made. And then one day it hit me. I had children of my own. 
We don't always appreciate what our kids do, but we love them and we care for them and we provide for them, sometimes far beyond what we think we would ever do, sometimes far beyond what they think we would ever do. If you can understand the love that you have for your children, then you might be able to begin to recognize the kind of love that God has for us. Because God is always there. God is always there for us, waiting to help us, waiting to answer our prayers, waiting to step in on those occasions when we make a royal mess out of our lives. God is there. Not keeping a record of what we owe him. God is there not waiting to pounce on us because, oh, you blew it. God is there because of the deep sense of love that God has for us. God is there because he is a God of grace. Parable, the two sons, and one says, give me my inheritance, and he squanders it, the prodigal son. You, you know the parable? You know the parable? Okay. That's a story about the generosity of God's love. The kid blew it, and his father welcomed him home. Open arms, no questions asked. And even threw a party because of the joy that the father had that the son who was lost came back. I think maybe each of us has a pet peeve, something we don't like. My pet peeve, I don't like connivers. I don't like people who are dishonest. I don't like people who are unfaithful. Maybe you have similar likes or dislikes. But let me say this. I give thanks to God for God's never-failing grace that he pours out abundantly on you, on me, and even those who we probably don't think deserve it. I believe in a loving Heavenly Father who is always there. And I hope that you do too. In Jesus' name and for his sake. Now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.
Thanks for listening to our podcast. We pray that these words and message inspired you in your faith journey as you grow with God. We would love to see you at worship, either online via Facebook Live or in person at 1234 Southwest Fairlawn Road at 5 p.m. on Saturday or 10 a.m. on Sundays. God loves you, and so do we.